PFT Media. We're all caught up on Scotch and Good Conversation. 200 episodes. Wow. I bet Peter's parched. What do you want to do now? What do you want to do? I'll give you some water after all that talking. Peter? For my 200th episode, I'm having a party. You should come hang out at Comedy Von Taborski on August 8th. Is that at the Nook on Robinson? Yeah, in the Milk District. How'd you know? Because you have great taste. They're also your sponsor. You know what Peter says? It says on Facebook that there's going to be beer, comedy, hugs, and prizes. And Peter. Join us at the Nook on Robinson on Thursday, August 8th at 8 p.m. This message is approved by Rosie, the official dog of Scotch and Good Conversation. There will be beer. There will be hugs. There will be prizes. And there's going to be a, a boatload of comedy. Tomorrow night, August 8th, at the Nook on Robinson and Milk District. I really hope you'll be there. If you're listening to this and you're within uh, Uber or driving distance, uh, please come out. It won't be a party without you. It's a celebration of my 200th episode, which came out last week. If you haven't heard it, stop right here and go back and listen to that one, then come back to this one. Uh, that one's with Dan Dennis from A Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan, Chris Fisher from BYOCB, and my wife, Dee Dee from dinner good conversation is on and uh that's episode 200 this thursday august 8th is the party and i think it's going to be a good time i just want to hang out and say thank you i'm going to have a, i have a boatload of prizes if anything else come out i've got uh i've probably got 15 20 prizes i think some of them are really 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 good and some of them are pretty good none of them suck uh, i just kind of want to say thank you and uh tell you i love you this episode episode uh, 201 still kind of weird to me that I have over 200. Episode 201 was with Edgar Missoni from Orlando Meets. It's, it was a long time in the making. Uh, I've known Ed, Edgar for a while, long before Orlando Meets had a proper brick and mortar store. And we talk about that for a little while. And we talk about everything else. You're going to notice the beginning of this thing is a little strange. And it's a happy accident. Uh, I got uh, like uh, some real technical difficulties at the very beginning of this thing. And when I went back to edit it, you're gonna if you listen a lot, uh, the whole beginning thing that I I do the the uh, thank you for checking out Scotch a good conversation thing, it's gone. I had to cut it out. It sounded like garbage, so it pretty much just dives right in. And I I got to thinking about it when I was uh, editing. Maybe that's the way I'm gonna do it from now on. Episode two hundred and one, new things, new changes. So happy accident. So this is episode 201. Thank you so much. Hey, speaking of thank yous, uh, the Orlando Weekly, Best of Orlando, the voting stopped yesterday. I don't know if I won. You know, there are a lot of really, really talented podcasters in this town. But if you voted for me, thank you so much. It means the world to me. It really does. I keep saying that. I, I, it sounds so dumb. And, and But I really do mean it. It, it. The fact that you guys listen, the fact that you come back week after week, the fact that you go and use my sponsors is dynamite. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Uh, uh, take care of each other, really seriously. And have fun and ride bikes and hydrate and remember to breathe. All right, peace.
Edgar Missoni. That's me. See? Yeah, you got it this time. Yeah. <laughs> I got it this time. It only took an Amazon interruption. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thanks You're, for having me. You are one of many Platinum sponsors. Platinum, the Platinum sponsor. The please. original Platinum sponsor. Thank you. Look, You're, my money's going somewhere. This is a beautiful house. I mean, my Platinum sponsorship is, you use, is funding this lifestyle. Yeah, this big, this big one bathroom <laughs> Or is this, is this Didi's money? I don't know. It's mostly Didi's money. Okay. You help buy this machine right here. Well, I'm happy to do it. Edgar, you said you listened, and I appreciate that. Uh, these are three things I don't know about you you make what might be my favorite hamburger in the entire world that's right the medium rare burger the medium rare burger yeah tell the kids about orlando meats orlando meats it's our butcher shop restaurant where you can get that medium rare burger which is really really good it's very good it's but, the best uh, burger in orlando we've been open in our state. current iteration for about two years just under two years but i've uh, been in the meat business for about five years I met you back when I was in the vintage clothing business, and you bought a, a shiny 1970 suit yeah, for me. I bought a couple things from you. Yeah, the, the suit I remember, because that's one of those ones that if it fit me, I would have bought that right. suit. Right. I think, yeah, we had a nice conversation about it. It was perfectly priced for me, and it was like, you never had shit that fit me, just because, I don't know, I'm, a, I'm too small, I but, guess. Well, it, the nice thing about like the size you are is, uh, I mean, you're a skinny guy. You right, know, lean, yeah. you're lean and most cool 60s and 70s clothing people were very like they had what you you got a what a 30 waist yeah yeah somewhere that right. generally you that's probably right, don't want right. to give it away no, that's <laughs> yeah. actually pretty accurate if, you, if you're buying me pants get me 30 please yeah I, you got about a 30 waist and this suit i think might have been a 31 or something or uh so you bought this suit and we got to know each other a little bit we used our booths used to be next to each other the orlando meets booth was right next to my vintage clothing booth. And then I got moved all over the market. And you, right. you got to stay in the same I place. I got to stay in prime location. I was like, I'm not moving. I got, I got a little bit of shade here in the, in the late evening. And I, that's what I wanted. I got moved all over the market. And uh, I was on the other side of the parking lot. And one of my favorite people in the world, and I like to think he's one of your favorite people in the world, Elliot came in wandering in my booth. He's top top twenty. Top twenty, and, and this is this is pre Orlando meets the restaurant slash butcher shop when right. he was over at Smiling Bison. And I talked to him for a little bit and he, uh, he came on my podcast and now he's, he's part owner. He's like a part of the brains behind yep. this, this thing, this, this institution, this beautiful thing that Orlando meets. So hopefully it becomes an Orlando institution, but yeah, we linked up, uh, when I was looking for a chef and that's where I met Elliot. You could have done a lot worse. Could have done worse. Yeah. yeah. Oh I, yeah, for sure. He, that dude, uh, lives, eats, breathes food. For sure. On he's, it, and he's got a mind for it like like nobody else, man. On episode 61, that's the, the first time he was on, uh, he said from the moment he wakes up, which is ungodly early, it's like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, mm. his feet hit the ground and he starts talking and thinking. And, and Yeah, I've had to tell him to not come into the shop so early. Yeah. Like, we, don't, we don't actually need you at 5 in the morning. We need you at like 7 or 8 well, and then stay later, you know? But it, it shows in the sense that, I mean, in the first year, how many different uh, menu items we did you like have? We had like 430 plus dishes. So it, it changes almost on a daily basis. Yeah, and we've we've slowed that down tremendously at this point. Now we're, we're trying to go for more seasonal vibe. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we're, we're changing the menu again now. I can't believe it's it's only been like a year and six, eight months for, for yeah. Orlando Meats. The, the, the shop as a, as a full restaurant and butcher shop. Yeah. A year and seven months, but you were doing meats for how long? Like it was a, it was a minute. I opened yeah. the retail. The first retail store of Orlando meats was in East Orlando that opened in 2013. So we've been working behind the scenes on this concept for, for a long time. Basically I wrote out the lease out there. Are uh, you younger than you look? How old do you think I am? You're 36. 
Fucker, I'm 32. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> well, I, well, I was guessing older because you you you've done so much shit, dude. It's a short amount of time, though. Yeah, it's that, just like a little. It's in the last five years. You don't yeah. like. You're very focused, right? You're right. you're. I'm dialed in for the most part. Yeah, you uh, see, I should be more like you. Teach me to be more <laughs> like you because I'm. I, I all, all. Then I, you can be Tom and Dan, bro. If all you get, I, if you yeah, get I, on my I, level, I, you can. I, I have a Tom funny feeling I can never be Tom and Dan. <laughs> like, and I've tried. Like, all of us are trying. <laughs> yeah, everyone's trying. Everyone who has a podcast here is trying to be Tom and Dan. And quite frankly, they're good dudes. We we were talking about them like five minutes yeah. ago. Did you hear me say a bad thing? No, no, no. I, I, I haven't met them too much uh, i met dan a couple times when we were the burger battle yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah you guys uh, won we won that and he's a great guy but i haven't been on the show so i don't know anything but, but edgar has yeah. not edgar uh elliot, elliot has yeah. yeah i mean they, they uh they're the orlando meets of podcasts <laughs> i'm i'm the wendy's of podcasts yeah hey <laughs> yeah. wendy's is a is an american institution at this point yeah when was the last yeah. time you're in a wendy's i don't eat fast food um Remind the kids where both things are. Give the address out real so, quick. So, 728 Virginia Drive for Orlando Meats. Recess Pizza is at 131 North Orange Avenue in downtown. Check them out. If you haven't been, You stop. stop just stop the podcast right now and go. Start driving. Start driving because they are dynamite. Literally, I, I, and I would say this, if you weren't here, I've said it before, you guys were sponsors. Best burger I've ever had in my entire life. And I've had other things off the menu, but I've never had a bad meal there. For Valentine's Day this year, I ate what well, eight courses of hearts. Yeah, you had a bunch of hearts. Yeah, I ate a bunch of heart and <laughs> a bunch there, of hearts and wine. There wasn't a bad thing on the menu. Like it awesome. was all all heart. The only there was one thing that was ice cream, and I think that's the one that I ate the least of. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was, and the year before that, it was a romantic evening and watching you cut down. You guys cut down a pig, not cut down like make fun of, like literally. Right, right. Butcher, yeah, we did butcher. the big butchery demo, and then we did the an entire meal off of the multiple courses you can get from nose to tail. And and I mean. I, if anything else, if you guys are doing like a, a special event there, it's such a good deal for both those. The first one, we got to see how how an animal is butchered in a proper way, and and it it really makes you appreciate where things come from, and right. the fact that all your animals are raised within what a uh, hundred and fifty miles or so. Everything is like hyper local. You know the farmers. You have relationships with these people, and then to to see how how it's taken apart and you you appreciate the food on the level that you can't if if you're shopping at Winn-Dixie or Publix or something right. you know it, it, it's it's a it's it's a beautiful thing I, I, I keep I keep sounding like I'm stroking well, you but you. I mean a platinum sponsorship gets you this I, I guess yeah, yeah yeah but yeah but <laughs> I'll, I'll blow you later it. when we're done uh thing number two we know about you you're a little bit picky you don't eat cucumbers beans or fish that's right. You grew up in South Florida, dude. You, you, I know. You I, sh- I have stuff. access to seafood. It's not a matter of access. <laughs> it's more of a, uh, I don't know, it's a personal, I guess, texture issue that I had with I it see, growing I get up. That. And so, I, I, I totally get the texture thing. You know, and then especially like things like shrimp and stuff. I mean, they just look like cockroaches to me. And they I are. Have, they're I like roaches able to get over of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, which is what people say. And I'm like, well, I don't fuck with roaches on the land. So why would I fuck with we, them uh, in the we, ocean? We had some crawfish. You ever have a crawfish? No. It's like a teeny little shrimp that... <laughs> It's the dumbest waste of time. <laughs> Somebody like, spent their time to fish this thing out for you. Yeah, it, it, and and uh, I mean, we, we spent like thirty bucks for like one little thing of crawfish, and Didi had like four. It's like I'm not eating this, and because I I knew there how much work they're going to be, and I knew if I I ordered it and she ordered, it, I'd be opening up all of it. Right. So I I spent the next half an hour like talking to our friends and opening crawfish and handing it to her. <laughs> I had fish tacos and they were right. delicious. Well, the other things. What was the other thing? Cucumbers. Cucumbers. Why? I, those are the devil. I don't know why. I was just like, <laughs> and, and I mean a lot. Of people you like pickles that are, that are hated or love.
love it, right? No, yeah. I don't like pickles for the same reason. You're, I like other things that are pickled, yeah, yeah. fermented, other things, <laughs> but not cucumbers. They okay. Just, and then they can't touch anything else because they they fucking poison everything. Did you have opinion. a bad cucumber experience? As I don't a know. Child? It's just a it's a flavor profile that just strikes me and it overwhelms everything else on the plate anytime I have it. They're pretty neutral for the most part. It, probably, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. And I, I, I didn't realize it was weird until I started talking to other people. Like, I don't, I don't eat any cucumbers. Is there all, a club ever. for this? Uh, I mean, I should, we should start one. I think you probably should at least like, have There's got to be other people out there that hate cucumbers on my level. Please. And beans, like all beans? Beans, yeah. I mean, no, I can eat beans. I don't have a problem with beans. Like oh, that. Elliot lies. Yeah. I mean, I don't eat them yeah, ever. Liar. But uh, okay. I, I'm not nearly as grossed out as, as I am with cucumbers. Okay. You know? And no pickles. No pickles. God, I love a pickle. I think mm-hmm. you guys had pickles on something. You make pickles there. We make don't all you? sorts of pickles, yeah. Yeah. I just can't fuck with the cucumber with pickles. <laughs> I just don't like them. Um, <laughs> thing number three I, I know about you is I just alluded to it is you grew up in South Florida and you were around for Hurricane Andrew. That's right. Took about getting fucked up. Like that fucked, fucked your head up. up, right? It did, man. It was bad. Yeah. I was like six years old when it came. I can see where that would destroy your world. But like, it was <laughs> a traumatic experience for a six year old. And I remember, I have vivid memories to this day of it. Um, but uh, you're I'm not afraid of hurricanes at this point. See, I'm terrified of hurricanes. Yeah, no, I've, I've gone, grown beyond it. Like nothing, that was a once in a lifetime kind of storm, the way we experienced it. Oh, yeah. In the family. Like, yeah. And um, you guys lose anything. the house? Yeah, or we something? got everything. Was, fuck, roof was flying off while I'm in the were, house. Were you in the yeah. house? Yeah, yeah. That's frightening. That as kind hell. of and, experience. And you're still a hurricane guy? Like, you can yeah, sit just and fine. Not be afraid. No, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Dude, I, I, a hurricane comes. We put our boards on the walls. And leave. And I, I literally will take this with me and the, the recording equipment and the mics will take them off. The stands will stay here and we just go north. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll do that if another Cat 5 comes directly towards us. I will do that. That sure. was insane. Because like, that's what Andrew ended up being. Uh, it was, I mean, when it hit landfall at the time, they were calling it a Cat 4 and then they upgraded it later after doing research and stuff that it was a, it was a Cat 5, really tight, intense storm. We hit, got hit right in the, close to the eye there, the most intense part of it. Did you guys stay in Miami? Yeah, we were, we were in the house, in my house at the time and my parents being, uh, not knowing shit about hurricanes, they didn't prepare in any way. I guess like, there was no real Google back then. No, they didn't board <laughs> houses up. Like for them, it was like, oh, there's a storm coming, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It was very ignorant you, of them. You, you get bad storms, <laughs> yeah. but did they, were they not watching television? I, don't, I guess not. Yeah. You know, I don't know how we survived the storm because like the windows blew out, the roof flew off. There was like four inches of water in the house coming in as the storm was happening. Do you have like brothers and sisters? I have a sister, yeah. Was she terrified too? Or yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I can she's, see her. Like, she's almost two years younger than me, so maybe, I don't know how much more she remembers of it. But. And mom and dad around? Yeah. So after that storm... Did you tell him, you're being stupid! Don't do that again! After that storm, my dad became like a paranoid maniac about yeah. any hurricane that well, came. Well, that's good. Like, that's what you mean. Back up the family, get the fuck out. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> not every storm is that storm. And so that's that's the mentality I've taken forward, where like now I'm not afraid of storms. Unless it's like a, another giant cat yeah. five like that. Well, yeah. we're pretty okay here. Like in the center of the yeah, state. Yeah, in Orlando in particular, yeah, you're fine. But I I'd still... I don't, I don't, I don't like the inconvenience... Losing power for that Losing amount of time. Losing power sucks. Yeah. I don't. I don't like being hot. I. I don't like. I don't. That's the reason I don't like roller coasters. Like I. I'm generally scared of everything anyway. I don't need to, to spend eight to twelve hours, uh, like in my hallway with a mattress guarding my dog and right. hoping a tornado doesn't rip putting a mattress to the window so shit doesn't fly in and kill you i i it it scares the hell out of me. What usually happens is well we have like boards. And we put those up. They're all pre-cut, and I have them numbered because that's me. I'm that's organized. I'm a little, little over-organized yeah. about things. Like we put them up, and what happens is usually our, our relatives from South Florida come, and, and they'll stay here, and then we go to Asheville and drink and go hiking. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just skip the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and then then you have house sitters. Yeah, it, it really works really well. And like the old man across the street, Walt, 
has uh, has lived here since uh, 1966. So if we happen to go on vacation or, or something like we'll watch over it. he the dude like I feel super safe having that guy across the street from us because he he'll he'll call and give me reports if people come in like if we weren't here I'd get a, a report that the Amazon guy right you don't he, need like a nest camera yeah, this, outside. This old, he, he's got this, it this young man in a van came by and and he dropped something <laughs> on your porch I called the police yeah um real quick Without thinking about it, I'm kind of interested in this because I, I don't know if you're a music guy. Top three mm. bands, singers, songwriters, or musical performers in your world right now as we speak. Go. Right now? As we speak. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Jay-Z. He's okay. always going to be up there. For Have me. you read the book? Uh, Decoded? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read most of it. Yeah, I think that's where everybody reads most of it. Yeah, I don't I, read that. I never finish anything. <laughs> I, I've read most of that book, and it's good, but it's, it's good. It's, it's I'm good. a longtime fan of Jay-Z and... Uh, a lot of other hip hop acts. It course, took me but. a long time to get into Jay Z and uh, the Blueprint. Someone said you should listen to this, mm-hmm. and like that opening cut has a door sample on it. And right. and I I was like, well, oh, the Blueprint's like a seminal album at this point. Yeah, you know, absolutely. For, for and he, he's he's a he's a good businessman. He's smart, savvy, and, uh, savvy. Dress is cool. Mm-hmm. I he's got another su- super wife, uh, superstar wife. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're a power couple, right? Yeah, Dee Dee and I are a power couple. This is right. The Orlando sure. Power Couple. Sure. Podcast Power Couple. Sure. If for you sure. Say, if you say like, so. I don't know. I don't know any other no, podcast wives. As far as you know, I just we know are. Didi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, She's number you, one. Two more, please. Two more. You're talking currently, right? No, just whatever Whatever pops. There are no rules. Oh, there's no rules. All right. Well, then Brian Wilson of the uh, of Beach Boys. Pretty solid. You know, little he's, nuts, he's but, always, but writes um, a good record. Yeah. I'm yeah, a big yeah. Beach Boys fan. Are if you? I'm not doing hip hop, I'm doing Sunshine Pop from the 60s. Okay. That's cool. But, uh, Aside from that, you know, I got to throw Kanye West up there, even though he's controversial as he's shit nuts. right now. He yeah. might be nuts. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, we should stop him from talking to the president anymore. <laughs> yeah, just go to the studio, please. Don't talk anymore. <laughs> have you, I don't. Have you seen uh, the uh, David Letterman where he talks to him? No. The Letterman, uh, Letterman's one of my favorite. Again, I, I stopped checking for any Kanye appearance or mention it's of him. It's good. Like, I don't care about him. It's, it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's like his music. Do you have the, the, um, um, uh, the Netflix? Yeah, I do yeah. have the Netflix the and ne- the Google. <laughs> the Google, <laughs> the Netflix. There, there was a a, a um, an interview like TV show where David Letterman sits down and talks. Okay, to, that's like, his new show, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's really good. I, I was like, oh, this is going to be nuts. And Kanye comes across as he's coherent, like focused. He must have been on his Adderall or something at that point because <laughs> yeah. he's focused. And they they cut back to this weird church thing that that borders on looking like a cult a little bit that he's doing now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I have a love hate relationship with him, I and I think most of the hate part is his current. I, yeah, I think most the of the hat. hate, all the hates from yeah. the last three years, basically. He's and, he's a genius, and, and but he is kind of a musical genius. A lot of people like you and me and Kanye, we're, we're a little cracked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I I give him credit. Did you give me three? You said it was uh, yeah, that was three. Yeah, right? Brian Wilson, Kanye, and Jay Z. All right, cool. Uh, and you said you don't finish books, but top three books that you've never finished. Go. Well, actually, if I finished this one. This okay. one, uh, book that I always reference when I'm talking about like food and nutrition and stuff is The Big Fat Surprise. Okay. Nina Teichel's. All right. She's like an investigative journalist. Wrote a, a big book on the demonization of saturated fats. Okay. Uh, Do we not like saturated fats? We, we should like saturated fats, but we've been told not to like them for like 50 years now. You're pretty healthy. You work yeah. out. I do. You like do a lot of squats and shit? It's like once a week, maybe. All right. Yeah, I do a, min- a very minimalist exercise regimen. Well, for a guy but, who owns a restaurant, you're you're very slim. 
Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. It's is just, that by design? I, I've been able to maintain my figure. I don't know how you do it. Your food is really good. You eat this, this is food? What, this is what I eat. No, I don't eat, I don't eat my food every day. No. You cannot eat sandwiches every single day and uh, be slim. I don't know. It tastes good, though. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, two more. Uh, what were we talking about? Books. Books. <laughs> like you. <laughs> you're the me of restaurants. Yeah. Only, no, you're successful. Hey, <laughs> no, hey, it's um, only been a year and a half. Um, um, <laughs> I could still burn this. To Just, the it could still crash. Um, two more, please. Like I said, I don't read. Okay, so. but you, you've read two more books in your life. <laughs> I have. Just yeah. lie. Just uh, lie to me. Lie? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. actually, I read Ready Player One. Okay, was it's that just good? like a random book. The book was better than the movie, I thought. Really? Yeah. I like the movie. Yeah, the movie was all right. I had I just, a, like an 80s vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, you know, his, his second book got trashed, so I never followed up with the with the author. So I don't know. Who's the author? I think it's R.L. R. Klein or something. You can always lie. If you're yeah. if you're a future guest, just lie. To yeah, me. And he's I don't got know so he things. had another book that I was like, oh man, I like that first book. Let me see what the second one's about. And the reviews are horrible. And so I was like, well, I'm not gonna get that. And Decoded, you you almost read them all. Of I that. almost read all of Decoded. Yeah, we should That's we right. should form a pack that we'll both finish that book before we die. <laughs> I, I think I actually have a physical copy of it because all I my other books are are well, ebooks. I thought I had a copy next to me because I all my really fancy books are here. Yeah, the ones that look good on a coffee table. Uh, exactly. Keep them out. Uh huh. Uh, and the last thing, top three films. Go. Films. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Okay. Good. Uh, E. T. Okay. Childhood classic for me. Mm-hmm. You were uh, like a really little kid when that came yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I, a lot of kids that or people my age that I meet say they were scared of that movie when they were kids. But the end is a little frightening. Yeah, I don't know for whatever reason that movie never struck me as scary. A lot of other shit did. Yeah, yeah. Cucumbers in yeah, particular. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, not movies. Call back. <laughs> uh, another movie. Um, was it the uh, no, Old Country for Old Men? I've never seen that. Yeah. Really good, man. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, there's a couple of films that I just won't see on principle now. And The Godfather and No Country for Old Men. <laughs> What's with The Godfather? I don't know. I just think I it's think, funny that I haven't seen I it. I think I haven't finished. I haven't like watched it in its entirety. I, I've seen little bits of it. And everybody says the third one is terrible. And so it, doesn't that discourage you from starting it at that point? Well, the third one, like the yeah. first two apparently are, yeah. are, are works of art, you know? True. And, well, they are. Yeah. I, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't have that kind of time on my hands. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. At this point, like leisure time to uh, absorb all this entertainment and there's a shit ton of it now. Yeah. So we have all the new shit coming out and then you want me to watch something that's 35 years old. What I do you know. do for fun? <laughs> for fun? Yeah. At this point, I've spent a lot of fa- time with family. Okay. My kids. Yeah. yeah. My kids. It's, if it's not work, it's my kids that are consuming my time. All right. My kids and my partner. Yeah. Mom and dad, like in the picture? They're in the picture. They're alive. Yeah. But are they know, proud of you? I, I bet you they're really proud of you, right? They're reasonably proud. Are they here locally or they're still down they're in Hurricane still Alley? In, in Hurricane Alley, <laughs> South Florida. My dad's here often. My mom, he's here pretty frequently too. So yeah. I've How been telling them to they? move. They, they're in their 60s? I think they just hit 60, 60 plus at this point. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. How, they must have been very young during the hurricane. It was, oh, 92. Guess that was, 92? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in their 30s. In the 30s. That's crazy. I'm very old. That was, must have been a defining experience for them now. Yeah. yeah. I'll teach you about getting some plywood. Get some fucking plywood. Go to Home Depot. That shit existed in 92. I don't know. You were assigned a task to ask me three questions. Now is your chance to ask me the first and only the first of those three questions, young man. All right, Peter. Yes, sir. Uh, Why should you win the best local podcast (laughs) category in Carolina Weekly? (laughs) There's like, what, eight other... There's there's about people fifteen to twenty people. There's on a the lot ballot. more than last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, I uh, I I I shouldn't. Tom and Dan should. No, it, fuck that. They win every year. I do, but they're they are the best local podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am the. I, I can't disagree with that. I guess. <laughs> I don't you're, know. you're a platinum. Sponsor. Yeah, I need to be a platinum sponsor of that podcast. Yeah, is, ask them how much they cost. <laughs> uh, I can't afford that. I'm gonna, I can maybe I could be a silver sponsor with that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, I I I usually at the beginning of every show I do a little bumper and and I've been 
pleading my case. And, I, you know, when you, you talk about local podcast, I, I think... I'm going to shit on some podcasts now. Uh, should go for it. There's, there's a lot of local, local podcasts that are like three guys. And maybe they invited like a, a, a young lady into the room and they, they drink a bunch of scotch or they drink a bunch of whiskey or, mm-hmm. or, um, what, what are the kids? So four loco. I don't, I don't four know. Loco. I don't know. I don't know what children <laughs> podcasters drink. drink that. Shit? I don't know. <laughs> I don't go, I don't really go on too many other podcasts, but they, it's a lot of people who go, oh, we're funny when we're drunk. And they, right. they, and they put a, they started recording it. We and should record it. it. Yeah. And the, the, I've said this a couple times and I've, I've got some hate about it, but if, if you're a podcaster and you think I'm talking to you, the problem is I'm probably right about this. <laughs> you right. know, there's so, not many of you. So try fucking harder. You know, uh, you're, you're not as funny as you think. You, I've never said I was funny. Mm. I make myself giggle. I just assume everybody else thinks I'm a knucklehead. But what I do and I do it fairly well is I talk to interesting people in Orlando, right. the movers and the shakers or the, the people who make us a cool town, the people who have something that, that make us a destination. You know, if, if you're listening and you're in uh, Canada and you're coming down to, to to see a soccer game or something, make a point of coming by Orlando Meats. You know, make make mm-hmm. a point of checking out the pizza. You know, it, it's get out of, I, I, I've said it, like get out of the Universal Disney area and come visit the, the, the people or right, the, the things. The actual Orlando proper. Where yeah. local people go to eat and drink or, or, or see music or, or stuff like that. And I've been celebrating that. And I've, I've been lucky. You know, a, a lot of the first 30 or so uh, people on the show, if you go through episode one through 30, 35, those are just my friends. And I've been lucky that I have super right. talented friends. And, and uh, I mean, I'd be lying if I, I, I had this idea that I was going to be the poster boy for Orlando. And I don't think I am. There's a, I don't oh, Tom and Dan's got that. No, right. they, I, I don't you know, I'll shit on Tom and Dan a little. I mean, they, they're not, they, they do the same thing, but they also, I mean, they, they have the luxury of getting touring comedians through and bands and, th- and uh, right. sometimes, they, yeah, they have the, the backing of a, of a radio show. But sometimes they also have, have where they can sit and, and talk to each other too. And I, I like that idea, but I also like the idea of meeting someone new. I, this is the longest we've ever talked. Right. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I, I like that. idea. And, I, and I've dug through your catalog specifically just to browse through the guest list and say, oh, I actually have heard of this person and I want to learn more about them. And so I downloaded that episode. I've 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 really, really been lucky. Like I, I my, my friends are really interested in interesting and my I, I assume their friends were and they just kind of get me to the point where I was just talking to people that I don't know. And this has been a long time coming. Like I, I, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. It's just I wasn't you, ready yet. You've been super busy, <laughs> been too busy, and so now I'm like just slightly less busy. Now you're like retired and just like kick, oh, that's kick my, back that's on what your I want to do. Huge pile of meat and money. I'm gonna ask you some questions now and cucumbers. Uh, question number one uh, uh, for you is: uh, What do you like about yourself? Um, I like my hair. You got really good hair, dude. It's nice. I haven't cut it in a few months, but I, so that actually bothers off. me. But I like my hair. <laughs> I've never seen you. Right. I've never seen you without a, uh, some sort of uh, variation of a beard. Yeah, I've had a beard now for I don't think like six, seven years. You you buzz that. You, I trim it once a week. Yeah. I'm lazy. I, I can't go more than that. Oh, you know? Do you remember what you look like without a beard? 
Yeah, like a lot younger. Yeah, you must look like a child. A softy, yeah. I really was trying to go. You told me I look like 36. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to shave the beard no, when I get home first I, so I can I, look 29. First I said you look very young, and I was <laughs> guessing you were older than you were because you've been very uh, successful in everything. You're, I'm not, that, I, that's, I'm that's perceived as accomplished. I would tell you if I thought you looked old. <laughs> right. I do have nice streaks of gray. Do you? Uh, on the temple, all over my head. Are you going to yeah. keep that? Well, I'm, I've been meaning to cut my hair for months. I, I hate going to the barber. You should let me cut your hair. Yeah, do you know how to cut hair? No. Oh, shit. I'm going to cut my own hair. We can do this. Okay, well, you don't have any hair. Don't, this is fuck not. Fuck you. you know, I have hair. I can see you. <laughs> this is actually really this is, long. I mean, come on. This is like a trim. You get a little trimmer off from Walmart and you, can, you got your hair cut. I buy it from Target. Okay. Or Amazon. Well, Peter won't go to Walmart. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> there's, no, there's no Walmart in this area, <laughs> really. And that, that's just that my, my brother actually works for Walmart. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they, they're. I don't go to Walmart personally, but they're very good to my brother and his family. I'll say that. There you go. I, I, hey. I'll say they're they, positive. Shout out to Walmart. They, they're very good to my brother and his family and and, and the community he lives but in. But I don't shop at Walmart either unless I absolutely have to. There's there's not one <laughs> near us. I'm really picky about just shopping in general. I hate shopping in real life. I'll shop online all day. Yeah. But if I need to <laughs> talking about destroying America. If I need to yeah, no no. <laughs> brick and mortar is dead to me. I don't even and I as a owner of a brick and mortar store, like man, I just I do not like to shop anywhere. Just, but Amazon. Just mark that in case he yeah. didn't cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh if I do have to shop, it's you know, it's targeted Publix and that's it, because I know the layout at this point. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I can't be frustrated with all these new supermarkets. There's so many in Florida now. Did your fucking Publix like like rearrange everything? And I, and I only go to Publix like once a month, so it never catches me off guard. Oh my god, <laughs> it's always they, kind of like new to me. Because I I recently switched from the the Baldwin Park Publix to Lucky, which I'm going to shop at until yeah, I'm Lucky's. dead. The the Baldwin Park Publix like switched everything around. Like for some reason, they, like they they took like the cold cut thing and put it in the center, and something's on the roof, and there's stuff out back <laughs> in the parking lot. And I can't find a fucking thing. Yeah, I hate <laughs> I hate when I walk into a place and I can't find what I'm looking for. And th whether it's Home Depot or Publix. And so that's why I just shop online. And the, the one thing I'll say about the Publix people is if you ask where, you know, um, Edie's guacamole mix is, they'll stop what they're doing, walk 20 aisles down to the left and point right at it. Yeah. And and, and they get an A for customer service. For they, sure. They get that's an why a, I still a shop. Plus. I don't need that much customer service. <laughs> I don't I don't want it. I actually do. No, <laughs> I, 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 well, you're in, in an industry where you have I wanna to have know it. if you, I'm asking you a, a, a question like that, I, I expect a specific answer. I guess. So. Like and I'm, I'm okay with you. I don't want to talk to you. That that's just it. Oh, like, okay. I don't Well, you're better suited to the online shopping experience anyway. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. You saw Amazon <laughs> came earlier. That's right. They <laughs> this podcast up. <laughs> I I don't know that I need to go back to Publix again. I, I although uh, I'm, I'm uh, tonight I'm on my own for for dinner, and uh, I'm thinking maybe I'll go over to Publix get some go to Publix or get, just get, get, fire up that Uber Eats app get some yeah. wings. No, actually, uh, I got I got something earlier. I was gonna say I got something. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Uh, um, question number two for you. And uh, you're a younger man, and I'm an older man, so this might not. How be... old are you, Peter? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm 51. 51? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. No, yeah. No. I, 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 Jesus, I was like 19 when you were born. <laughs> no, fuck. I thought you were in your like mid 40s, man. I <laughs> yeah, mean, I'm so you old. thought I was much older than. No, I, I didn't. Look, I was shooting <laughs> high. I'm telling you. you 51. Though you look great at 51. You look beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, quest number two for you. Have you ever experienced a medical symptom that kind of freaked you out? Probably, but I just Google it real quick and I get over it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've talked about this, and this is one of those ones that I'll probably cut out. One time I found a lump on my nuts. <laughs> but, 
That is scary. No, it, anything it, it, on your nuts that's not what you expect not supposed to be, to be there. Yeah. yeah, and I, I was like, I immediately took my nuts and put it in my wife's face. I was like, look at this. Logan. Look, I need you to get down here. And look, <laughs> like, like, no, for real, get down there <laughs> while you're down there. No, I, I, I flashlight. I, I like, look at the left nut, like on the right hand side, like, like three quarters away around down to the bottom. You know, and she's like, I don't see anything. And I was like, that's there. It's cancer. Yeah. It's lots and lots of cancer. Does that run in your family? No, but but it was on my nuts, dude. Like, and and I uh. Like a week and a half went by and it was nothing but me not sleeping and worrying about my nuts and my mm -hmm. nuts rotting off and cancer of the nuts. And and finally, like Dee Dee, like I, I kind of got like on the bed and like with my legs up in the air. And, and <laughs> <laughs> you get the, the real thorough examination. Yeah, she went down there and you know, looked. It's like, oh, yeah, there is something. And we got uh, like a doctor up on Edgewater. And this is why I'll always go to this doctor. He, uh. It was, it's got, it took him awkward. I don't go to the doctor often. I don't go to the doctor enough. Let's put it that way. Because mm -hmm. I apparently got So, what was it in, in the end? Well, I, I, he, uh, he, he, I went through the initial, you know, what's why you're here and like lumpy, uh, bullshit, lumpy, lumpy yeah, cancer yeah. nuts. Yeah. And so I came in and Dee Dee's in the room because I'm frightened that I'm going to be diagnosed. And uh, I, I sit, I'm sitting at the table in my underwear and he comes in and he's like probably in his early 60s. And I'm, you know, that little, the little uh, uh, like step that the pulls out on the, on the end of an examination right. table. I'm sitting with my on the table and I, I got my feet dangling over that. And he said, "Well, just stand up and drop drop your pants." I go, "Okay, okay, <laughs> so, sure." So I stand up and he goes over and he, he's got his face like an inch and a half of my testicles. So it's awkward, but I'm I'm game. You know, I got my dick in my hands, like so I'm holding that back so it doesn't right. slap him in the face. And because it's like seven inches long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I I uh, um. He goes, oh yeah, there it is, and, uh, and I've never been like for a second. I was so relieved. I, I was like, I'm not crazy. I, I, I There's knew something was, there. Yeah. Well, Dee Dee said she saw, but I think she was just finally like, you're insane. We got to get a doctor. And he calls my wife over and says, come look at this. So then my wife and this old sixty-something year old man are like inches away from my nuts, and he goes, oh, it, it's just benign. And if I was, this is why I like him. He said, "If uh, if I was worried about, it, I stick a needle in it right now." Uh, how the fuck does he tell it's benign just by looking at it? I don't, I don't know. It went away. He gave me some pills and it I went mean, away. Because like, if if that's the case, you could have figured that out on Google, right? Now I you mean, have me worrying about my <laughs> like getting a second opinion, Peter. <laughs> no, I, I uh, um, well, actually, I did go get it. He, he actually had me go and have a, a sonogram or okay. radar or something, mm -hmm. which was actually really awkward also because the girl was mildly hot. Uh, so then they got to put this device right by your balls. No, no, this this was that thing that they do to pregnant ladies where they, they cover it in ultrasound. That's okay. the word, yeah. And and uh, <laughs> there's like a towel on my legs and a towel on my belly and like towels on my thighs and this is my dick is hanging out. Did they out. gel the balls up? Oh, like they, they do totally the, the gelled the balls up. Oh, shit, yeah, that's... yeah. It was, it was actually pretty cool. Did it feel good? I mean, it, it didn't feel bad, but <laughs> but I, I still was about a 50% that I might have cancer of the nuts. Right. And so could, it's a little fearful. You and, can't and so I wasn't really enjoying it. Yeah. I was a little enjoying it a little bit. And uh, I could see my nuts like on this screen. <laughs> Which was also disconcerting. See what's inside of it. Yeah, and I don't want. I don't want to know what's going on. As long as there's cancer in it, I know it's just full of peepee. -pee. Yeah. Like I, I know that's where peepee -pee lives. <laughs> Not sure. That's hundred percent correct. I don't but. know. Are you a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, once once I, I found out that was okay. They, they sent. I don't. Know, they faxed over paperwork. Or, I don't faxed. know what doctor. I don't know what doctors was this do. Thirty years ago. Yeah, it was like like four years ago, and um, uh, he he wrote me uh uh like a 
a prescription and, and the thing went away. And I it went away. All right. Well, then you, I there you go. I haven't been to the doctor since. It was good. Yeah. Perfect. The only medical thing that I thought was like kind of scary was I had some these really bad headaches for a while. Okay. That's not good. It's like six, seven years ago. Yeah, and yeah. I, when I started Googling, like, yo, I have these really bad headaches, like every night around the same time, <laughs> the worst shit ever comes up. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, hopefully I don't have to live like this for the rest of my life. Cause this is like the type of headache that you end up killing yourself. Yeah. For. Yeah. Like that, that bad one. So, yeah. yeah no, and then, no so I went headaches. to the doctor finally and she gave me this muscle relaxer. And she's like, maybe it's some kind of weird tension headache. Okay. And I'm like, all right. So then I started taking these muscle relaxers once a day. Which are a lot of fun. And it turned out it was that. Yeah. And like, I never had it again. And I've never, ta- I've never stopped taking <laughs> so, muscle relaxers. I learned my lesson about researching on Google. You know, there's a certain limit to it. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe. See, I, I don't ever look at that because I'll know. Yeah, I still look at it like no, crazy. I, I don't. I, I will self-diagnose myself all day. I, I, I have Dee look at whatever boo boos I have. Yeah. And if she can't physically look at it, I'll just lay on the couch and complain. It's about good it. to get that second opinion though. You get your girl to look at it or whatever and see the same thing you're reading and like, am I crazy? Is this, I is haven't. This it? I haven't had a physical in a very, 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 very long time. Me too. I mean, I, yeah, but you're young and healthy. I guess I don't need it. You do crunches and stuff. <laughs> and full head of hair. Squats once. once uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, question number three for you. Rosie's looking. How many ankles. questions do you have? Um, seven. Am I in school? I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you've listened to this. You're right. Uh, okay, this uh, escalators. I think about the last time you went to the Pro mall. Procon, they're good. No, escalators, uh, do you do you walk on them or do you ride? Uh, I will ride most of the time. Okay, lazy. Uh, describe how you exit an escalator. I walk down the last three or four steps. Do you? Yeah. You don't put your arms on it and jump off the last three steps. So. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I ever hold the rails. I really? try not to. Uh, yeah, I don't need to. See, just, if I'm just riding it, like I'm just gonna ride it down to the end and then walk the last. I three always steps. hold the rails because I know if I don't, I will fall. You'll and fall hurt and myself. <laughs> Why do they make those those things at the end so jagged? They look like they are like meat grinders. See, oh yeah, the, at your feet, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, so I they, know they freak you out, and then you jump a little too soon. Yeah, yeah. I got, but I, but I'll put my. F- my hands on and I'll lift my feet up as if I'm Nadia Kalmanich and I'll, I'll it's just get, a little boost. I do it just about every single time. It's fun. Yeah. I'm uh have you been overseas? Yes. You know, like uh, the, the, uh, it seems like everywhere you go in an airport overseas, there's that walkway. Right. The and long walkways. People is... fucking do not screw around on you. Go to the right hand side. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they... Overseas is great for stay on the right. If you're slow, yeah, stay on like, the right. That, that's America <laughs> sucks at this state. You know, slow people stay on the right. Yeah. Like, we, we're on the left. We're horrible yeah, on that. Fuck shit. you. Stay behind fuck, me. America I'm... is not number one with slow people staying on the right. We're <laughs> I, really, really bad. at. I that. set the speed for everything yeah. wherever I, I go. Slow people in the left lane are the worst. I threw that question up on uh, a scotch, a good conversationalist. And uh, a lot of people are with me. A lot of people are jump over that last jump couple. over. Yeah. Oh, well, I need to get on that. It's that dangerous. Facebook. Do you do a lot of polls on the on the Facebook page? Or I, yeah, I do. Social media. Now I do. It's like my thing. Yeah, I think it's good for engagement. It's fun, and uh, I, I've had a good time with it, and I think the children seem to really enjoy it. Your second question to me, please. Oh, that's okay. I gotta, get, I gotta bust out the notes. That's fine. The old school notes app. So okay, so if you could take, and you might have talked about this before, you you're familiar with Orlando, but you know we have like ten Main Street districts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could take a visitor to Orlando, to only one of these, which one would it be? How old is this visitor? Your age. Okay. 51 years old. Oh, so it's like my contemporary. Your co- a contemporary Ugh. friend. A friend of yours who's like, I have never been to the, the real Orlando. Here's the thing here's, about... Here's all the Main Street districts. Which one am I going to? I'm going to give you two answers. Um, I might give you three. That's cheating. But oh, I'm, go it's, for it. It's my world, dude. Start your own podcast. Uh, <laughs> Platinum sponsor. Uh-uh. Uh, if it was my contemporary... I would probably 
take them. I take them by your place for sure. I, and I'm not again. I, We're I, in the Ivanhoe Village district. Yes, so. yeah, I, I'd take you down to Ivanhoe, and I'd 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 go in there. I'd maybe go to uh, uh, have a drink at Santiago's. All right. I might get a go, nice happy hour. I might go over to Ten Ten and have a beer. Perfect. I might go uh, next to the, to the Matador. You know, I think you're perfectly right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's your contemporary. I think that's a good spot. Yeah, those these are all. And then uh, I might. And the thing about Ivanhoe is it's so close to Mills Fifty that you can almost which, sneak that which, in there. Which would be the next thing I might, if they were cool, which most my contemporaries aren't, because they listen like Dave Matthews and Jimmy Buffett and stuff. Wow. Um. Yeah, I know it's horrible. <laughs> Old people are terrible. Yeah, this is why you look so young. I I uh, would would go to Little Indies. I'd go to Will's mm-hmm. if there was a show. Um. I haven't. Have you been to the Wally's? I've not been to the New Orleans yet, no. Like I, I, never, I never went to the old Wally's, to be oh, honest. Oh, you're it's screwing just, up. I just missed that whole thing. Oh. The whole boat just flew over it me. Was, it was so wonderfully it was funky. very divey. And yeah, uh, I, I, uh, there's a lot. The uh, Mills 50 is probably one of my favorite sex. And then I mm-hmm. go down to the Milk District. Right? It's all kind of close. Yeah, yeah. I think Mills 50 is, is, I don't know, it's just one of the most interesting districts to me. It, it really in is. In terms of how eclectic it is. And like, it really happened organically. It's it, like it's uh, and I think that's a lot to do with like Will Walker and, and the people who, mm-hmm. who, who and there's like a Mills Fifty like committee and they're yeah. like and there's yeah, same every, thing every, the every district, district has a yeah has a and I, I dig that about our town because we're like other towns you go and there's little districts and little little sections where they're famous for this or famous for that and I love that about traveling and and. That's why I say get out of Disney, get out of the Universal. Don't go to International Drive if you're traveling right. here. Don't go. I mean, get your hotel there so you can go to the theme park. Don't, and, don't even, don't and even get, get the hell out of there. Get an Airbnb <laughs> and just drive to the, it's As not if that you, far. How many people actually do that, you think? Like travel to Orlando to just hang out in Orlando. That's Because I, we're such a top tourist destination, but I think it's all because people are going to the... Lake Buena Vista, essentially, and then that's why uh, that's why I should be the best podcaster on. I'm telling people, don't don't do that. Do that. Come we, here, we, and I get it. Go go to Universal. That's good. You know, go. I guess if right, you're, if you're living in Middle America, man, you see Disney World on TV. Like this is like the greatest I, place I, on earth. I gotta I, get, I gotta I get, get it, over there. But you don't need to be there four and five days. Right? No, it's true. Come see a show. Come eat at a restaurant. Come come. You know, especially if you're not doing that. If you're if you're coming to Orlando for a convention, you're still in that area. At this, at that point, you're you know you're not there for family theme park time. Like, come to the, the actual There's city. There's better stuff out yeah. <laughs> out away from Disney. Please for do sure. that. Hey, um, uh, we're gonna do a commercial, but uh, usually going into commercials, I play music, and I've been lazy, and I haven't checked my email box in a while. So, if you're a band anywhere in the world, if you're a band anywhere in the world, and you want your music played on the second best podcast in Orlando. <laughs> Um, email me over at scotchagoodconversation at gmail.com. If your music doesn't suck, I will probably play it. Normally this would be music, but it's not. But here's a commercial. Since 2005, Red Light Red Light has been living, serving, and brewing craft beer for thirsty craft beer lovers here in Orlando. They love craft beer, and they know you love craft beer. They have 24 tap handles. They have over 300 bottles and cans, and they brew delicious, award-winning craft beer right there at their location. They are the reason I love craft beer, and I think you should check them out too. 28810 Kareen Drive in the beautiful Audubon Park Garden District. Check them out. Red Light, Red Light's been doing it for years and they're continuing to do it for years because they love craft beer as much as you do. Let them know you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation.
And we are back. That's music from nobody because I was too lazy to put music in there. If you'd like to have music played on my show, email me. I'll play it if it's not terrible at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. Question. You don't have your own website yet, Peter? Scotchandgoodconversation.com? Oh, no. That, that's, that's, I have my own website. That's where okay. you email me. Scotchandgoodconversation.com well, is my you, website. Why don't you have Peter at scotchandgoodconversation.com? I tried that and I was just too lazy. <laughs> like it was just one extra step. It's it is one extra step. But yeah, and I don't. I I know it's not professional, it's but branding. I, I know, but I'm. I <laughs> need a brand coordinator in here. Yeah, you know, I, I I need money. Brand coordinator yeah. person. I <laughs> um, need more platinum sponsors. I know. I do need. Then more you platinum can hire sponsors. the. Yeah, the branding. Tell the kids how inexpensive. No, everybody come come and sponsor this show. This is a great show. Talking about sponsors, this sex in the show is sponsored by Compass Box Whiskey. There's some right to your left. If you want some whiskey, please get on that. It's not only is is the talking about branding is the branding beautiful, but the stuff inside the bottles is amazing. Compass Box does what they do very, very, very well. Whether you're you are like been a Scotch person forever or you're new into Scotch, there is a glass of whiskey made by Compass Box for you. If you go into a local liquor store, they don't have it, make them get it. If you're getting a mixed drink out in a restaurant, use Compass Box and your button guy. If you need buttons for your podcast, your band, your family gathering, or your restaurant or anything, your button guy, he's on Instagram. That used to be the only way to get a hold of him, but now he's on Facebook. Rosie. <laughs> your button guy, when uh, you use him, uh, tell him you heard about them on Scotch, a good conversation. I think someone else knocked. Oh, there's another door visitor. Question number four for you. Uh, what did you do as your younger self to be edgy? To be edgy? And it's kind of laughable now. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example. I wore parachute pants and had a mullet. I had um, I had these big silver, or I guess, wannabe platinum looking chains. Did you? You were a chain school. guy? Like a chain around your neck yeah. or a chain like a wallet? Like a I, chain I, on I, my neck. Oh, uh, really? With a big cross with like... Fake diamonds in it. We were you know? in Creed. <laughs> no, it was more like a like a LL Cool J, like oh, okay. like a hip hop flashy, we were hip -hop sh shiny dude? bling era yeah. style stuff. Did yeah, I'm, to, I'm a hip hop dude, hardcore for did sure. Did you go to public school like in Miami? I didn't. No, I actually went to Catholic school oh, most of so, my life. So you were you were you had the bling in Catholic school. <laughs> I had the bling under my uniform okay. shirt. All right. And so that after school, you can unbutton ever so slightly let the, the ladies, uniform let shirt. Let the ladies see it, and you see, yeah, the ladies check out the bling. If uh, if the bling showed, would you get a slap by a nun? Uh, no, you know, the nuns would leave by that time of the day. All right. So, but, you know, I had a good relationship with all the nuns in school. They were nice. <laughs> they were really friendly ladies. I, uh, I, when I was younger, I, I, I talk about this on the podcast. I DJed a bit. And one time I DJed at a Catholic school and I showed up and I honestly, to goodness, I had a big glass of Diet Coke, like a big glass <laughs> of it. And I showed up, it was probably a plastic mug. And I had a, a priest, like in a, like a priest outfit, grab it out of my hands and go, how dare and, you? And smell it to see if there was rum in it or something. And the wow. one time, the one time as, a, as like a, a younger person, I didn't have rum in my glass was that happened to be that moment. But whenever I think of Catholic school I, I, and that kind of thing, like you, you graduated from a Catholic school? I did, yeah. That's Catholic insane. high school in Miami. How many kids were in your class? Uh, I think 120 in oh, entire so, senior this class. Is a, this is a big Catholic school. Though, I mean, right? it's smaller than uh, than a lot of them ones. I went to. I, I went mean, to, 120 kids in my senior class. I think maybe 700 total in the school. I went to a private school from uh, fifth grade the second time because I got left back in fifth grade. Um, to my sophomore year at a private school, and I hated it. I hated it so much. 
I'm sure there's some people who listen. I hated that fucking school. Yeah. Um, uh, I went they, to an all boys school for a while. Too, oh, that's which, crazy. So, so like, I went from the all boys school to the co-ed Catholic school. And I was like, all right, now I'm living the dream. Did the girls <laughs> no. wear those little skirts? They did. All right. And they, they, they do as much as possible to flaunt the rules. So the rules eventually changed where you just wear pants. Okay. Like girls don't even wear skirts anymore. Oh, all right. They're hiking them up too much. <laughs> <laughs> so they wear pants, but some of them were like skin tight. It always yoga se- pants. Yeah. It always seemed odd to me that that was a rule. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that question. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. Uh, question number five for you. What feature in your car did you not realize like was there and then you realized like, hey, this is a thing? Uh, on my car, my car is a hand-me-down, you know, 10-year-old Honda. Oh, okay. So at this point, uh, so nothing has surprised me about it, but I realized that, it, you know, I could have just as easily got this, um, instead of using the stupid auxiliary cable to my phone all the time, get a Bluetooth auxiliary oh, device. Oh, so you've got a fancy car. So now, so now <laughs> I plug this Bluetooth thingy from Amazon that costs like $17, uh-huh. and I plug it into the auxiliary port on the car, and yeah. I got a Bluetooth uh, you hands-free are, phone. You are fancy. And I'm like, I'm living the dream in this 20, 2008 Honda. I, uh, yeah. I've got a, a uh, I think it's a 2004 Honda. Nice. They yeah. last forever. Uh, uh, yeah, the AC doesn't work. Uh, mine died. Re- mine died last oh, uh, December or so, and I went like four months without it. I finally got it fixed. You got it fixed. I got I, it fixed I might, I, if you got a guy, I might, yeah. I might borrow your guy. Yeah, I'll tell you the guy. He was, he was good. Well, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but my wife drove this car for a long time, and I was like, "Why are you you're the one who actually has to drive around? So why don't you let me drive the, the piece, and, and you drive the nicer car?" So I'm driving around this car. I got no AC, and the driver's side window doesn't doesn't, uh, doesn't close at all. So uh, you know it's it's really hot, you know, and and I'm very aware that there are people who have real problems in their lives. So yeah, I'm, driving around in a hot car is miserable. Yeah, right? it makes the entire day awful. I, you get I, home drenched in sweat, and you're just stressed out only from driving. I I know, and we live, <laughs> and, it, and it's like Orlando is one of those places where it's not like you have long stretches where where the, the it gets air. Like it's, it's driving. No, no, no. You stop at a red light and you're every, dying. Every you're, five it's feet. Death. It's very sweaty. Yeah. But uh, a couple of days ago at a red light, this was probably like Wednesday of last week. I looked down on my left-hand side and I'm looking at the controls for the window and there's a button there that I'd never really, like I've been driving that car for about a year and a half. It's like, wonder what that does. I think that's a window lock. And I hit it and I hit the button for the driver's side window and it went fucking down. <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> so the window lock button locks the driver's side window I guess. I, I don't, ridiculous. I, like, I, so I literally stuck my, my hand out the window as if it never happened. And uh, the I window like, lock button is like for kids. No, apparently, like, apparently, like you can lock, you the, can lock the your driver, own window. The driver, <laughs> driver into, into the car in this uh, thing. That's frustrating. Yeah, it was. Uh, so now I don't mind my car so much. Yeah. Now I know uh, you can put the window down. <laughs> but I finally called my brother. And I was like, because he, he's like, why don't you replace that? It's like, I don't know. I'd rather suffer. I'm like Buddha. Suffer. Um, question number six. And that is an email. And emails are Ooh, sponsored by another you, email. Another platinum sponsor, the Nook on Robinson. They are all local. They're about local things. Local arts, music, uh, Central Florida beers, poetry, plants, uh, movies. They're about the good things that are Central Florida. Go in there. It's like it's it's at, on a regular basis. It's it's like a piece of art. The whole place is like an art project, and I love it there. Uh, the Nook on Robinson at twenty four thirty two East Robin Street in the Milk District. If you want to email me, email me at my poser stupid not branded mm. email address scotchagoodconversation at gmail dot com. And this is real short. The subject line is: There are two kinds of people in this world, and it says, uh, "If so, what are they? Gas or charcoal? Red or green? Those who hate Neil Diamond and those who don't know who he is. I think that's a god on Neil Diamond. What kind of two people in the world?" you have 
What kind of two people? Two people. Yeah, yeah. Two people. The two kinds of people in the world. Hmm. Well, we call back to the Kanye conversation. The, oh yeah, the, the Kanye <laughs> and the non-Kanye. You know, there's people who are just like you mentioned the name Kanye West, and they've, they it's it's like uh, the worst thing in the world. I don't. I, and you have to defend your you have to defend your fandom of Kanye. Were you in high school when? You graduated when? Well, that's the, that's the thing. I graduated right when college dropout. College dropout. Then that, so that, that was, was like part 2007, 2006. No, I graduated in 04. I think college dropout came out that same year. Okay, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know. Much and so about yeah, that same year, actually, I was in school in South Florida, but I yeah. actually drove up here to Orlando and watched him in the House of Blues. Okay. Uh, for this college dropout tour. Oh, you so you saw him on I a saw pivotal him, I tour. Saw him when he was, you know, before Kanye was Kanye, essentially. Did you uh, turn around and drive back to Miami? Basically, yeah. That's insane. I just oh, the next day. I was that was like one of my first trips uh, away from home, just driving with my cousin. Yeah, what well, made you move to Orlando? UCF. I went yeah. to. I went to oh college yeah, I, I think it seems like I knew that. Yeah, so I went to. I, cho- I chose my college based on hey, it's not too far from home, but you were in it's a away fraternity. From home. I was in a business fraternity. Yes. Okay. Oh, see, I got fraternity. That doesn't count. What it's fraternity? A, what business fraternity? It's called Alpha Kappa Psi. There's two business fraternities. That's one of them. Uh huh. And it's a co-ed fraternity. So okay. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Did that help? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was enjoyable. I was very active in college in general, just okay. in a, a couple of different clubs, not just the fraternity, but the hip hop club too. I was you president were in the hip hop. You were the president of the yeah. hip hop club. So, so the the, the hip hop club back in the day, and was there hip hop dancing? It's not dancing. Okay, good. <laughs> so it's actually probably full of dancers now. At this okay, point. yeah, yeah. But it's called Elements. It's a hip hop club, and at the time we had a massive budget, and we can just do anything with it. Do you and throw we were, shows? We were throwing events. We threw concerts. <laughs> And so I was really involved in the, like, the local hip-hop scene in Orlando because we were trying to branch I was, out. I was getting rid of shit on the hip-hop club, but uh, apparently no, don't it's shit actually- on the hip-hop club. <laughs> I will defend it to the death. It sounds like you, you defend the, the fraternity, too. The good, fraternity good. Was, was all right. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, so it wasn't like knuckleheads. I mean, there's always knuckleheads in a yeah, fraternity. There's always yeah, knuckleheads there's in always, There's always partying and shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's part of the, the gig. I um, But they, I, I guess you, you tack on the professional aspect of it, and then you have a little bit But the, the, it, it helped in involved. life, though. I think all the involvement I did in college helped in life for Good. sure. I think, and I tell people it's cliche as shit at this point, but like my, all the learning I did in college was outside of the classroom. Yeah. It was basically, cause I was very involved in not just the hip hop club, but the fraternity. I joined some other associations and stuff. So there's so many student organizations that you can get involved in day to day. I feel day. like that's what college is supposed yeah. to be. Though. So you're not just going to class and going home. Yeah, that's yeah. boring. You know? So I was staying on campus all day, but being involved in these other activities and events. And so once you get involved in these organizations, you know, they give you a budget and you can throw events and you have meetings and it's a very professional kind of thing. And so it was really cool at 19 years old, basically throwing concerts and stuff. You talk to those other children now? I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I went to, <laughs> I, I, I love to, doing that. I went to one of those clubs, uh, like last year, I think. And so again, it's very dance is very B-boy centric at this point. Okay. So a lot of break dancers. Can you break dance? I can't break dance. You can no. break dance I, I know that I know the basic six Did, step. Can, can, I can it, probably pretend like I do for like 30 seconds. Can you pop and lock? Pop and lock for me. I Quick, can probably, go. I can probably pretend pop and lock for 30 oh, seconds. Okay. I can fool you for a little bit. Okay. Well, I mean, but I'm, I can't. I'm no. Really? I don't know much <laughs> about the B-boy culture. Yeah. But I love the B-boy scene and that, that, that took over that whole hip hop club at UCF. Basically. Did you ever own a Kango? No. <laughs> no, you should get a Kango, dude. You should. No, I think that was a little bit before my generation. You should bring it back. Yeah. Come on. Again, that was with the big, the bling era, shiny yeah. suits and stuff. Too, yeah, yeah. You know, and then, uh, <laughs> get a Kango. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna buy you a Kango. <laughs> Cover um, up my hair. Uh, where am I? Yeah, two kinds of people. No, 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 no. Hey, uh, here's a commercial, and this commercial is for your place. My platinum sponsor. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And Orlando Meats. 
Tell the kids about Orlando Meats. Do a commercial. Uh, Quick, uh, go. Do a commercial. Orlando Meats is a platinum sponsor of Scotch and Good Conversation. Uh-huh. We are located at 728 Virginia Drive. You can follow us on Instagram at Orlando Meats. Hit us up, orlandomeats.com. We're a whole animal butcher shop, restaurant. And here's a commercial, probably about Orlando Meats. Orlando Meats, butcher and restaurant. Let me tell you real quick about the butcher, because you do not want to miss the butcher part of this thing. They are a whole animal butcher shop, and they feature locally sourced pasture-raised meats. They know where their meats come from. That doesn't really happen over at the supermarket chains. They know about those animals, and you're going to get cuts of meat that you're not going to find any where else and then check out the restaurant side award-winning food and an ever-changing menu you cannot beat this place breakfast lunch dinner wine beer local coffee everything's local everything's delicious go check them out today and let them know you heard about them on scotch and good conversation Tonda and the whole gang over at La Femme du Fromage, Orlando's cheese shop, are right now working super hard. They're working overtime to open up their brand new location in the North Quarter. Until then, though, give them a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out what's going on in the construction and to find out what's going on in their original location in the East End Market. They're doing cheese there. They're Orlando's Cheese Shop. Of course they are. Pass by tonight and grab something yummy. Get some dinner. Get a grilled cheese sandwich. Get a glass of wine. Hang out and watch the world go by. They are located at 3201 Kareen Drive in the East End Market. Go in there tonight. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And we're back. This section is brought to you by the Romano Law Firm. If you need a lawyer, I needed a lawyer like a couple weeks ago. And of course, I, I called up the Romano Law Firm. Totally cool. Totally approachable. Totally just the, the person that I would want to talk to. I did want to talk to because I needed a lawyer. And let's face it, like if, if you need a lawyer, if something odd or unsettling is going on in your world. And the Romano Law Firm are the people I'd want to talk to professional, care about the law, care about people, the theromanolawfirm.com. Your third question to me, please. Third question. I think I crowdsourced some of my questions. That's fine. Uh, oh, what's the weirdest thing pulled out of you? So you had this medical scare with your your scrotum. <laughs> and God, nothing got, professionally. Got, got pulled out of my scrotum. Yeah, so so yeah. that wasn't actually pulled out of your scrotum, but what's the weirdest thing that's been pulled out of you? Uh, um, anal beads? You've had anal beads pulled out of you? Ah, sure. Awesome. <laughs> How was that experience? No, seriously, tell me about it. I didn't like it. No? No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, not I'm not afraid of some anal play. No, I haven't I'm tried not, it yet. I'm but. not, I'm not, like, like, I, I've talked about the anal play. I'm, I'm not, like, like against anal play. Mm-hmm. I just haven't found the right anal play. Man, I might be in the same, but I haven't actually experimented with any of it. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, you gotta really be prepared. Like, right. it, it's, it's, you gotta Prep be. Prep is key. Yeah, and, and it, I've yet to find a, a situation where I went, okay, you can do that. Mm. Ooh, excuse me, burping. Um, I, and when the the anal beads 
were inserted. It was unsettling. And then, I don't know, it always feels like like the, the way you'd start up a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. You know, and the pulling that cord. crank initially. And, and I mean, the way I understand it is you're supposed to pull them out like when you're coming. And there's no really good timing. How do you like, time that? I don't know. Because like, wouldn't informing your partner to pull them out at yeah, that point throw you off from it, your it, orgasm? It, it, it's been a while. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since the anal beads. And, and I, uh, I that 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 probably off the top of my head, like that, that's that's the thing that got pulled out of me. Um, I I clean my ears way too much, and probably because at one point, like I saw something horrible come out of my ear, like <laughs> it's a pre- preemptive measure at like this like point. A, like a, like a, keep them clean. Yeah, like a carrot, you know, like yeah. a just huge hunk of, of something. I've never had any surgery or anything, you so know, the stories that always get me are when the people end up in the ER. Or the oh yeah, yeah, for yeah, something yeah. for like a bug that's yeah. nested inside your ear, Ooh. and now you got spiders coming out of your ear. Like that's the stuff that freaks me out. I, I I'm not I'm not not a fan of throwing up. I kind of like throwing <laughs> up. I'm not saying I, I do it on purpose. Like I'm not that guy. I mean, I'm, obviously I'm not like anorexic, <laughs> but but uh, I kind of like throwing up, and I think it's really funny. Like yeah. I, I think throwing up is hilarious. I hate it. I hate uh, it. I, I um I think it's funny, and if I'm hungover, nothing's better than throwing up. That that feeling you get after you if throw up. There's a relief after, no doubt. If but I could if I could come and throw up at the same time, I would be totally no no happy. no. <laughs> throwing up for me is such a violent act. I don't know why it just makes me, it makes my like entire body hurt after. It's just I'm trying to get everything out of my system. It's oh, vomiting. I, I, it's the worst. I think it's so funny. I think throwing up is hilarious. And uh, I here here's a pro tip, and I'm sure I've said this on the podcast, but uh, if people when they're hungover or really drunk will always try to throw up in the toilet. I threw the sink. I, I go to the tub. Oh, that's a good the one. Tub. If there's oh, a tub, sink. That. Sink. If you're in Denny's, because I've thrown up in the Denny's sink many, many yeah. times. I've thrown up in all residential sinks. I've clogged up Denny's sink where <laughs> where like I couldn't get the, the like it's, the pieces of, of food at, like out. So I was like, okay, well, I was never here. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm out. Um, exactly. I, I've clogged up the Denny's sink, but if I'm home and I'm gonna throw up, always tub. Tub. I'm gonna try that next time because you got a whole much bigger section to to you can't throw miss. Up. You can't really tub. miss, and especially if someone like if you got somebody if you're throwing a party at your house and you got some wasted girl, put her in the tub, like because she's going to miss the toilet. And why would you stick your face in a right. toilet anyway? That doesn't make any I, sense. I never at liked all. the idea of getting down to that level and, and throwing up in a toilet. So like, go I go in just the tub, hunch and, over a sink. And I I think throwing up's funny. It feels good. I'm weirdly attracted to this shit that like I, I like it's like archaeology to see what I had the night before. <laughs> yeah. like, like what's been digested and what like, hasn't. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. I had that. What's <laughs> oh shit? That, that was that that's was where good. that color comes that, from. Oh, I'm gonna be tasting that the rest of the day. So I would go anal beads, throw up. What was the one in between that? I forget. Was I there that, one? I think that's it. Oh yeah, anal it's beads. Anal beads, anal beads throw first. Up. Throw up. Uh, anal beads are always funny. Yeah. And I'm, I've never actually seen poo poo. I've only had it like like. Less than a handful of times. Okay. I was very experimental in the late 90s. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah uh, it's 2019. I, it's a good experimental. I, I, and I've never like seen poo-poo, but I'm a, I'm a very clean pooper anyway. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, it's, thank you. It's good colon health. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just poop a lot. I'm, I'm what's referred to here at the Rosyland Studios as a super duper pooper. Uh, question... Geez, that was really random. Question number five. I like it. What things in your life have a, an unofficial expiration date? Uh, or, Orlando meets. 
<laughs> no, don't say that. Well, Meats has an unofficial expiration date. No, uh, yeah, you I, guys are doing great. There's we're doing no, great. No, no, and not expiring in the sense of a fading way, but expiring in the sense of my involvement in it at yeah, the we, level that I'm doing. Good, <clears throat> you know, to try to kind of branch out and do something else. Yeah, well, and also, I mean, I think you're doing it really well. You've got great people working. I mean, yeah, we I love team. the fact that I, I've been going in and out of there since the day you opened, and there are people there that have been there since the day you opened. That says a lot about you as somebody to work for and the people there and how you treat employees. Right. You know, if someone's been there since the day they opened, it means obviously they care about what they're doing. You have a good product and you're treating them well. Mm. And that's, that's kind of like the most important thing. And, and create a, a company that, that grows and thrives is to create a culture that people want to actually work for. And if you're going to be able to take a step back, that's great too. That means you've hired the right people. Yeah, I'm ready to retire. <laughs> yeah, you, you just say you're not ready. I'm ready to retire. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, what do you think's next? Well, you know, I have a lot of other interests. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I, I'm totally down to do another restaurant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, good. I like I'm the excited. restaurant business. Um, not so much the retail side of it. Oh, it's, it's but you know fun. the food service, hospitality aspect of it. You're really fucking good at it. I, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like the marketing part of it. I like the branding part of it. Creating a new concept. Um, tapping into something, you know, I think Elliot's great at that too. Yeah, yeah. So I think hopefully that's a partnership we can we can extend beyond Orlando Meats. Yo, you 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 picked a good crew. Like uh, I mean, like I said, I knew Elliot when he was back at Smiling Bison. Right. I was there the day like he left Smiling Bison. We we yeah. got. The, I would I remember I talked to Elliot about this, but I ate there several times, yeah. not knowing who he was or yeah. who the chef was, and because he was back there sweating. He was in back little, there little doing hole it. Yeah. Of, he was of a kitchen back right. that they had back there. <laughs> Have you listened to the Elliot episode? I have, yeah. yeah I, listen, I think I listened to both. Actually, yeah. when I when I hired him initially, I listened to his episode on here. Because he li- he sounds particularly insane. Yeah. Well, I liked the, what he was saying. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, the, the first episode, and I think it's in my notes. I'll look it up. The first episode, which is... Uh, I'll edit this to make it sound good. Uh, the first episode is 61. And that's when I met him at the uh, Audubon Park Garden Market. Right. He came through and he bought like a tie from me. And I started talking to him and I said, what do you do? He says, I work at this place called Smiling Bison. And I said, that's around the corner from my house. I love that place. Yeah, you go there all the time. Yeah. Uh, Friday nights used to be, well, used to be the best burger in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it did. <laughs> the, I mean, the, bison the, bison, the bison bacon burger. Mm-hmm. And I would, I'd, I'd be out, I'd go get some beer or go get like a bottle of scotch or something. And I'd pass by and I'd get it to go. And then with the fries and we'd eat it on the couch here. And I was generally sad that they were closing, but then I found out you were opening. And we're taking him over. Yeah, yeah. And then he was back in on episode 111. And he keeps begging, Ellie, if you're listening, you're not coming back on my podcast, buddy. Yeah, every <laughs> 150 episodes. Maybe maybe uh, on episode 300. I've been, uh, like, I, if, if you're listening to this, I think episode uh, 200 just came out. And maybe on episode 300. Elliot, I'm talking just to you right now. Maybe episode 300, but Elliot's got a podcast. He's got a podcast that he has not formally invited me on, and I'm me fucking neither. pissed. What, what's the name uh, of it? It's called Off Cuts Podcast. It's on your network, PFT Media. Yeah, you're really it's, good at this stuff. I've got the name of Elliot's yeah, podcast. It's, <laughs> it's a great podcast. Uh, he is good at culinary it. Culinary themed. Every episode's different. I told him, yo, I'd be on episode 20 when you get your shit together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to be on some half ass production. He's on episode like 22 now. Yeah, I know. So he, I missed the boat. I don't and I know. never got a phone Does he invitation. sleep? No. No, I don't think no, he, does. No, he, he does. He sleeps like four hours a night. He's one of those, the few rare people that actually can survive off of four hours of sleep because most people cannot. 
he's he's brilliant. You guys are are doing amazing things over there. Uh, I went up in my notes. Edit, 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 edit. Uh, who do you know that I don't know who should come on the podcast? You know, I thought about this before because I've listened to the show, yeah, and uh, there's a, there's a guy I'm working closely with called Pete Weller. He uh, he hosts the Central Florida Egg Fest in November. Well, that which, sounds riveting. What is the Egg Fest? So I'm shitting on that, Pete. Whatever. That's that's not why you should have him on. By okay, the way. it's an Egg fuck Fest. The egg, fuck the Egg Fest. Okay, yeah. that we also are platinum sponsors. Okay, good. By the way, yeah, yeah. But the Egg Fest is a fun event in November at Wakiva Island. It's all for Big Green Egg. But, oh, okay, that, but, the egg yeah, fest. Okay, eggs, I can get behind yeah, that. Yeah, these guys love to cook on the big green egg. But anyways, yeah. Pete Weller, I've gotten to know him over the last few months. He's a, he's a musician. He works professionally in lighting and does stage lighting for all sorts of giant productions. Okay. At, you know, all over the world, literally. And um, the more I talk to him, the more I, I get that he has a huge history of the music industry. That's not just cool. in Orlando, but in general. And yeah, he, yeah. You know, he, he was with bands back in the 80s that almost made it big. Oh, know, that, oh. that kind of guy. That, I love that, the almost guys. Yeah, the almost guys. That he, that he, said, he decided, I'm not going to be a starving artist. I'm actually going to go work professionally. So now he makes a living doing light design. I almost like the almost guys. I don't, that yeah. sounds terrible. Like I'm not shitting on the almost guys. I... Well, I'm, I've never, I, I want to be an almost guy. Right. Like I have friends who are almost guys and they almost got a better story than the guys who made it. Exactly. I you think know? he's got a cool story. I think he, what he's doing, you know, he's making a living in the music business. Cool. But he's not a musician yeah, professionally, yeah. but he's, he knows music and he does Pete music. Weller. Yeah. Pete Weller. I'll Pete, give you if, you're, if you're listening, I'd love for you to come on the show. Remind the kids uh, about the stuff. About the stuff. The stuff is Orlando Meats. That's where you can find us mm-hmm. at Orlando Meats on Instagram, OrlandoMeats.com. We're in the Ivanhoe Village District. On seven twenty eight Virginia Drive, we do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, full service butchery. Thank you, Edgar. Thanks, Peter, for having me, man. Yeah, Appreciate fun. it. Is okay. Sorry, it's Amazon came. That's all been cut out. Right. No one knows. So they should know. The people yeah. need to know. You what know, it, takes. It, it was bike shorts. I looked at them and they were very okay. ridiculous. They don't need to know about that. I'm gonna, <laughs> they can. They you can just edit the bike shorts out. They don't need to know about the what you actually ordered from Amazon. We don't no, I, I didn't order. My <laughs> wife is making me wear bike shorts. Like it's, nice. You can't it's just a, wear like basketball shorts. It's a sex a thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's it's. So I got you. More anal beads. That's where the beads come in. You guys, uh, if uh, thank you. Edgar, you're my friend. I love you. Thank you. I uh, want to thank my buddy CJ Mask. He wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. If you've got a podcast or a band or a restaurant and you need a haunting theme, uh, uh, CJ is the man. Get at me. I'll get at him. Check out my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Scotch and Good Conversation. Facebook. Rosie knows what's going on. Facebook. Uh, join the group. Scotch and Good Conversationalist. Dinner, Good Conversation, my other podcast. Check it out. Uh, comes out every two weeks. It's good. If you like this, I think you'll like that. Uh, be nice to each other. You guys, uh, it's a weird world. Drink lots of water, hydrate. Uh, wear sunblock. All right. Take care. Peace. Bye-bye.